if there was one win that I could get in business is that this video helps someone in a meaningful way grow in their business or in life. Welcome to the Aaron LeBauer Show. This is the number one show for passionate physical therapy and healthcare entrepreneurs looking to level up their income and impact on the world. If that's you, then you're in the right place. So sit back, chill out, and let's get into the show. Hey, what's up? It's Aaron. Uh, welcome back to the Aaron LeBauer Show. I'm down here in Laguna Beach, California this week, uh, attending a mastermind program that I belong to with Taki Moore. It's called Boardroom. It's part of his black belt program. And as you can see, there's a pretty dope, uh, let's see if you can see the dope sunset. It's pretty, oh dude, it's killer. Um, and I have a couple thoughts and I thought, I always have thoughts. I thought I'd come down and record a podcast here out on the deck of my hotel. And today, what we're gonna talk about are the nine steps to win in business. These are the nine things you need to do to ensure that you win no matter what. Because business is hard. Business is really hard. I get it because I was there, or actually I am there. You know, when I started in business, it didn't seem like it was a choice. I mean, I did have a choice. Here's the thing is, you choose your hard, right? As a business owner, or even in life as a person, you have to choose your hard. Life is hard. Everyone's got their own story. Everyone's got their own challenges and struggles. You just need to choose, are you going to work hard for someone else's dreams? Or are you going to work hard and go deep for your family and for your dreams? I choose to go hard for my family and my dreams because I don't want people telling me what to do. I don't want people dictating my life. I want a life of freedom, fulfillment. Um, there's another podcast I'm going to talk about, about that. It's like, the freedom, uh, the freedom formula. I was just, I was jotting down notes, but today we're going to talk about how to win in business and make sure that you win. Because um, if you get into business and you can win, you're going to do, you're going to do all right. <laughs> but let me define what is a win in business. A win in business isn't like dominating everyone. Elon Musk. I think there's some days that he doesn't feel like he's winning in business. A win in business means that you do things on your own terms. And you serve people on your own terms and you make money, you make money to survive. You make money to thrive. You help other people. I think to me, if there was one win that I could get in business is that this video helps someone in a meaningful way grow in their business or in life. I just had someone post in my group, the Cash PD Nation. I asked, God, the sunset's dope. Um, I asked who here's uh, launched a cash practice within 12 months of graduating. And there was one woman did. She's like, I did. And your book was instrumental in it. I mean, I don't know that I've heard her. I think we're friends on Facebook, but I don't really recognize her name. But she was a friend of Caitlin who works for me. And Caitlin gave her the book. And it's, I mean, she's not the first one. But it's like, to me, that's a huge win. Right? Business is hard. So when it gets hard, remember your wins. One of the things that I have is a win board. I have a cork board on my wall right in front of me when I walk in the door of my office. And I have, I have up there, tagged up there, thank you letters I've got, emails, like printouts of emails or direct messages I have um, with people thanking me because you're gonna get, whether you get more negative than positive, the negative sticks harder and we have to 
be intentional about getting the positive to stick. So you're winning, I'm winning. There's days where it doesn't feel like you are, but I guarantee you, if you look back to where you were when you started this journey or before, there are wins, right? Wins are, okay, I have more money. That's one win. That's one way to measure impact, success, and um, helping others. There are other wins of like, I'm busier, like I have more paying clients. There are wins like I have uh, more time, more time with my kids. I can pick up my kids at two o'clock every day. You know what? So what? Maybe I'm not making as much as the next person, but I get to pick up my kids at 2.30 every day. And that's a massive win. Maybe like some people, you work three days a week. I mean, I've got a client who I think made 8K in a month working three days a week. That's still pretty dope. Like most people go and work 50 hours a week and don't make $100,000 a year. Most people, what is the average? Uh, making somewhere about $35,000, $40,000, working 45, 50 hours a week. So these are wins. Wins come in all forms. They come in the fact that maybe you're making the same amount, but you're no longer under the thumb of your boss. You're no longer being dictated or controlled by what insurance is going to pay. That's a massive win. So like I said, you choose your hard, okay? Because you work, you can work hard for someone else or you can work hard for yourself. I choose to work hard for myself, right? And I've got dozens of clients that have done this. Um, sometimes what people get stuck in is working for someone else is a little comfortable. It can be really comfortable. You know, it's hard to get out of. So there's some things that you have to do to get out of it. And what you have to do is really just recognize that the time you spend working for someone else can drain away your energy, your life force, your ability to work for yourself. So sometimes you got to let go of something to get something new. I, I do want to talk about the nine steps to win in business. Here's how you win in business. Number one, well, this is how I did it. You make a big goal, like a big, hairy, audacious goal. Um, BHAG. I don't know. I don't know who came up with that. But big goals. Like, please, let's don't just replace your job. Let's try to make a goal of, I don't know, like not just six figures, not just paying off your loans, but I don't know. How about a million dollars a year? How about um, let's go from making 100,000 a year to, you know, 250 and then 500 and a million. A practice can generate a million dollars. Now that million doesn't go in your bank account. You have salaries to pay, but that's a lot of blessings that you've given to the world if you can generate a million dollars. So make a big goal. What is it to take four weeks off and go travel? Two weeks off without taking a pay cut? What does that mean? That means you can take two weeks away from your clinic and the clinic still generates revenue for you. And in order to do that, you have to hire. So make some big goal. Think about your goal and then make it uncomfortable. Get your goals have to be uncomfortable to be good. And if you hit your goals, you're not, they're not big enough. You have to always stretch your goals. God, that sunset is dope. All right, number two, you need a game plan. You need to build a game plan. Like maybe, you know, look at, okay, you got your goals. Okay, you got a three-year goal. We're going to work backwards. Okay, what is, in order to get a three-year goal, where do I need to be in a year? And remember, success isn't linear. It's more of like a curve. Um, it's a little jagged. Uh, so where do I need to be in a year? Hit my three-year goals isn't necessarily just a third. You know, it might be, you know, a quarter. 
of your goals. So if you're if you feel like your goal is in three years, good more reason to be achieved in a year. So making six figures in a cash practice isn't a three-year goal. That's a one-year goal. We can get you on track to making six figures in six to eight months. Make a big goal. Write them down. And you state them in, in present tense. Not in 2026, I will be. It's like in 2026, I am a million-dollar cash practice owner. I take six weeks of vacation a year with my family. I work out every day, et cetera. Make big goals. They should be uncomfortable. Number two, build a game plan. So you make your goals, you build your game plan. Number two, build your game plan. Okay, we got to work backwards. So where do I need to be in a year? What do I, how do I want my business to look in a year in terms of money, time, how much time am I working, how much time am I treating, how much time do I have off, and how, much, uh, how many people do I help, how, many, how much impact am I making in the world. Build a game plan. And then you need a 90-day game plan. So one year, six months, 90 days. And then based on that 90-day game plan, I need to know what are my action steps this week. So I have a project to make myself money and a project to make my business better. And every 90 days, you build a new game plan. And maybe you have one or two projects, um, like two projects, maybe four, depending on where stage of business you're at, how, how much time capacity you have to build the projects and how long the projects actually take. A project like building out your Dream 100 list so the Dream 100 might be a project. We just did this training today in our masterclass, but this week's might be building out the 100 list, but the three-month project might be setting up a system so that we can follow up with people, we can identify people, and over time nurture them. A longer-term project might be um, like launching your clinic, you know, 90 days to get all the pieces together, and that's decently quick, right? Or maybe it's hiring. Okay, we can set up the hiring funnel in about two or three weeks, but maybe it takes three months to six months to hire to find the right person. And one of the mistakes people make, as a side note, is trying to find the perfect person. Okay, but we need to build a game plan and you know, okay, here's what I need to do. Here's the timeline I'm going to give myself. And sometimes we repeat the same projects, which is totally good. It's totally fine. We've got projects. Um, let me just give an example, another project. There's project like this Dream 100. There's um, application funnel as a project, creating an irresistible offer, um, building a content database, you know, running events, mastering sell by chat, leveraging software. There's lots of little projects to do in growing your business. Um, and we just need to pick a couple. We need to pick one from marketing or sales and one from systems or scale. One to make money and one to make your business better. Now you've got a game plan, you know, here's my focus, here's my goal, stick to the game plan. No matter what, you gotta stick to the game plan. We gotta stick to the game plan. You've got your focus, like I'm gonna do this. Stick to it. The good idea fairy um, is gonna come and she's gonna land on your shoulder and she's gonna be like, hey Aaron, I think you should launch an online course. And you're like, no, but I still gotta get my cash practice rolling and automated. Yeah, but you should go launch an online course because it's fun, because other people do it. And it's sexy and exciting. Yeah, okay, great. Do the thing. People are going to make you offers. They're going to want to sell you things. They're going to want to have you carry things in your clinic. And it may take some, you know, something's going to take a little bit of your time, but some of these are going to take a lot of your time and focus. Stick to your game plan. That's why we have it. So no matter what, I stick to my game plan. In Black Belt, we build a game plan and I stick to it. 
And how I've grown my business, like by multiples, is by laser focusing and saying no a lot. So there's a saying, um, I did a Baptiste-inspired yoga training. I didn't train with Baron Baptiste. I did did it through a non-affiliated studio. But he says, um, you know, one of their things is to be a yes. We talk about this in our course, the Cash PD Blueprint. You need to be a yes. Be a yes for, for the things that are scary to you. But in order to be a yes, you need to also be a no. In order to be a yes for growing your business, we have to be a no to distractions. We have to be able to delay gratification and say, hey, I'm going to wait for this to happen. So you have to stick to the plan no matter what. Okay, you stick to the plan. Number four, you got to do the fucking work. Like, this is hard work. Remember I said you work hard for your dreams or, uh, or work hard for someone else's? you got to do the hard work. You have to do it. No one else is going to come do that work for you. You know, like I can come and do it for you, but you're going to pay me probably $150,000, maybe, maybe more if you want me to do all of the work for you. Like I've already done the work for myself. I'm on like my fifth business. I had a massage practice in San Francisco and massage practice in San Luis Obispo, massage practice in Greensboro, PT practice in Greensboro. I had a con ed company in Greensboro and I had a, I have a coaching business. I'm on my sixth business. Got to do the work. Like, you just straight up got to do the work. I've been in business for over 20 years. Like, don't compare my chapter 20 to your chapter one. And there's work that has to be done. Over time, the work doesn't get easier. You can just get smarter about it. You do very focused work and you can offload and get other people doing some of the work for you. How does Aaron do so much? I have other people working for me. It's not a secret. Uh, but it took me a long time to figure it out and get ready to hire other people. And then my ability to help people um, multiplied. Again, do the work. Number five, do not blame anyone else. Do not blame another person or another thing. Don't blame anyone else for the results you didn't get for the work you didn't do. There's no one else to blame. Okay, let's even say when an employee gets it wrong, the first time they get it wrong, your fault. Second time they get it wrong, it's their fault, if, as long as you've corrected them. The third time they get it wrong, it's your fault again, because the correction wasn't right, or they didn't understand why this is important. When you own a business, the buck stops with you. You are the one to blame. Like, I'm not casting blame on you, I'm not blaming myself, but it's my responsibility to grow my business. It's my responsibility to ask for help. It's my responsibility to show up here in Laguna Beach and get help with my business, and mastermind with other people, other business coaches. It's my responsibility. I got to do it. I have to, you know, get, uh, I have to negotiate a lot of things. I have to get the plane ticket. I have to, you know, take time away from the office. I have to make sure my, um, my kids can stay with their mom. I have to figure all these things out. Like I have to do the work to get here. And if I don't, and I don't get the results because I don't show up, like that's on me. Unless there's a life extenuating circumstance. There's no, no one on a white horse is coming to save you. You got to do the work yourself. And there's no one else to blame but you. And you will never fail if you don't stop. If you take every lesson and every opportunity you can to learn something new and apply it to your business and do it one better the next day, there's no way you'll fail. Okay, number six, be on time. What I was saying is on time is late. And like early is, what is it? On time is late and early is on time. I think it's like that. Be on time. 
it's been I'm always early. It's been really difficult for me in the pandemic because there's so many things, so many other things to do. But just be on time. Be on time for yourself. When you say you're going to do something, do it. And I am saying a little bit of this for me too because it's really hard some days to like show up. It's really hard to show up for work. But do not show up to an appointment or a call um, or something where someone else is counting on you. Do not show up late. It reflects bad on you. One of the things that Bedro says uh, or said a lot is how you do anything is how you do everything. You know, it's like, it's really, it's like you show up on time or you show up early and you're like there because you're serious and you're punctual. Like, boom, show up for your patients. Show up for yourself, show up for your family. Okay, get a little OCD. Like, okay, and maybe there's, there's clinical OCD and then there's just like getting things right and doing things in order, having having a way that you do things that's replicatable you know i mean all the labels of the water in the fridge need to be pointing out in the right direction it just feels more order there's a little bit more feng shui to the thing if if things are neat if the dishes are clean i mean get a little ocd because if i have clean dishes and a clean bed a made bed and a made office like it feels so much better and i can get more done number eight have high expectations of yourself and others. I have such high expectations of myself that it does cause me to kind of get down some days. You know, like I didn't meet a, an expectation for sales or, or results or delivery or, you know, a workout. Like I'm off track on my goal of passing a strong first certification by my 50th birthday. You know, I have to, that's 100 24 kilogram snatches in five minutes. I'm off track, right? I have high expectations of myself, but the reason I'm off track isn't because I didn't try, it's because I had a concussion. I got two concussions this year. It's no fun. And it really slowed me down. So I changed my expectation. Like my goal, my whole goal around it was just to be the healthiest version of myself by the time I'm 50. Because my goal is to be able to cut my own toenails when I'm 95. Like... How many patients have you seen who can't reach their feet in their 40s or even their 30s? So, but have high expectations of yourself and others around you. Do not have low expectations. You won't, you won't get nearly as far if you don't expect quality. You don't expect people to anticipate needs. Don't expect people to rise to the occasion and do what's necessary to get the job done. Have high expectations of yourself. Number nine, get fit and strong. I mean, you're, we're physical therapists, right? You got you to be fit and strong. I want you to go for a run every day, get in the gym, lift some weights, move some heavy, move some iron, swing some kettlebells. You don't have to just do bench press and deadlifts to get strong. But we need to do more than just cardio and more than just lifting weights. You need to be mobile, fit, and strong because if you're strong, in your body, you'll be stronger in your mind, you'll be more resilient. What is the thing? It's like if you set a goal, let's say you set a physical goal and you've tried hard and you worked at it over time, like in order to lose 40 pounds, it's gonna take at least 18 months of training, right? In order to you know get really strong or become a semi-pro at something or play collegiate sports, you have to train at that for years. And if you have a fitness goal and i mean 
because my fitness goal of passing a strong first certification, I've been working on this since 2018. When I set that goal, I've been swinging kettlebells for a lot, maybe since 2016. And it's a long-term goal. You need to set long-term goals, and I'm working at it consistently over time. That is exactly what you do in business. You set these big goals. One of my next big goals isn't just to make $3 million in a year. It's to have $5 million in investments. But I really want $10 million in investments. Because with $5 million investments, I can pull 20 k out every month and live happy. With 10 million in investments, I can growing at, you know, this is growing at a seven, eight percent rate, which is an average for stock market over, I think, the life or whatever, or conservative. It, with 10 million, I can pull 40K out a month. Man, we can have a big party. But get fit and strong because and focus on your fitness. There was a lot of time, there are plenty of years when I was first growing my businesses, grinding and new babies, where I where I put my fitness secondary or Third, second, third behind the business and family. And that's okay, right? But I never stopped moving in some way. We would go to the playground with the kids and I'm the dad climbing on the jungle gym, doing pull-ups, hanging from the bars, doing like single leg steps, uh, squats and all those things and crawling in there with the kids. And I still do it. Get fit and strong. Get fit, strong and mobile, you know? And it's your duty as a, as a family member, as a parent, as a, as a coach, as a, a partner, it's your duty to be as healthiest version of yourself as you can. Because if you're unhealthy, you can't be there for other people. It's your duty to be healthy and strong. And there's lots of different ways to do it. Work out five days a week. Don't eat shit. Cook your food at home. Eat whole, real foods like steak meat, potato, not potatoes, broccoli, eggs, fruit, some vegetables, you know, eat an Oreo and some, uh, eat an Oreo once in a while and some, uh, what are they called? Uh, Sour Patch Kids, because my kids got those on me. Like, it's okay to have those. Eat a little, you know, cake or some bread here and there. Fine, but just whatever plan works for you, do it, stick to it. You stick to that plan, you stick to a, a food plan, you stick to an exercise plan, you're going to stick to your business plan. That's how it works. So make a big goal. Build a game plan. Stick to the plan. Do the work. Don't blame anyone else. Be on time. Get OCD. Set high expectations of yourself and others. Get fit, strong, and mobile. And with those things, you're going to win in business. Oh, yeah. Number 10. Never quit. Don't stop. Never quit. So that's bonus. I think I said nine, but this is it. It's don't stop, never quit. It's on underneath the collar on one of my suits. This is a little custom tech thing they do. Don't stop and never quit. If you do not stop and you never quit, you will win in business. Look, if you own a physical therapy business and you're not yet completely satisfied with where you are, your growth, your revenue, your free time, or even you just want to speed up your path to success, I'd love to invite you to a free new patient strategy call with me or someone on my team so we can brainstorm some ideas and build out a game plan together. And if we feel like we're a good fit to, to work together, we can talk about how. Just go to callwithaaron.com to book in your free call. This is a free 15-minute call. We're not going to sell you anything. Just want to see um, if we're a good fit and where you are, where you want to go. And even just asking some of these questions can be instrumental in your growth. And if we are a good fit to work together, 
we'll invite you to uh, on a different call to just talk about how. Okay? And you can claim your call at callwithaaron.com, and I'll see you on the next show. Don't stop, never quit. And uh, just shout it out. Tell people what you're going to do, and then just do it. Peace. Hey, what's up? It's Aaron. Thanks for listening to the show. If you enjoyed the episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a five-star rating and review over on iTunes. And to catch all the latest from me, follow me over on Instagram at Aaron LeBauer. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.